Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, he is former Packers cornerback, as Gary calls him, Packers royalty, Ron Pitts. You can follow him on Twitter at RonPitts28. And Schneider is hiring drivers right now for more info. Call him 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 800 800- 44 Pride to go to SchneiderJobs.com. Ron, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, how you doing, man? Uh, G- Gary, hit me up with that Packers royalty. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows it. Oh, man. Oh, God. Hey, well, so, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it, guys. I, so he brought that up earlier in the show to me when we were saying we were having you on. He said, you know, he's Packer royalty. I'm like, well, yeah, I know his dad played. played. He's like, right. So he's Packer royalty. I said, okay, fine. So then I asked Gary a question. He goes, well, I don't know. You'll have to ask him. So I'm going to ask you now. So Ron Pitts, has there ever been um, any type of want to to work within the Packers organization? Did you ever work within the Packers organization after you were done playing? Would you want to work within the Packers organization now going forward? Well, first of all, I'd like to play for him again because with the veteran minimum that I would get, I'd be set for life. <laughs> and so are my grandkids. That's number one. How about but, that? But, right, right. But my, my knees and ligaments say otherwise, so that's not going to happen. But, you know, it's an interesting question because, you know, there was a time in my life uh, after playing, you know, right when I started broadcasting, and I, I felt like I wanted to start getting into scouting. You know, and so I did some scouting for the uh, NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, you know, which is one of the all-star games uh, post-postseason for collegiate players. And you know, they, it's kind of like the Senior Bowl and and the Shrine Game and all that. And it was fun. I really liked it. And so, yeah, to answer your question, you know, if the Packers have a spot open and need a scout, I I, I would go out and scout for them and, and work my way up from there. Yeah. So, Ron, over the weekend, though, we were talking a little bit about UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten. And we were also yeah. talking about how, how that came to be. And, and really, what, what are the, some of the advantages of UCLA and UC, USC joining the Big Ten when really they were the big dog out there on the West Coast? You know what, Gary, like we were talking about, this is all about money. Uh, UCLA, and I'll take it from the UCLA side of it because I'm a Bruin. It, you know, they're losing money. They're losing money at, at the ticket turnstile there. It, you just don't have the same type of flow uh, of fan base coming to 
all of the games that you had back in the day. And there's a lot of reasons for it. But one of the biggest reasons is a lot of people can't find Pac-12 football. And I think this goes back to some mistakes made when the Pac-12 network assembled years ago. And there were some promises made uh, by the commissioner there, Mr. Scott, uh, to each Pac-12 team. And a, a lot of those, those promises didn't come through. And the biggest one, the biggest mistake I, made, I think they made was not being able to get into the, the uh, direct TV pipeline. They were supposed to do a deal where, you know, like other networks will do and other stations, they will show up on the direct TV platform. And my gosh, everybody seems to have direct TV, right? Okay. And, but they never did that. And, and they had to settle for a cable platform and cable over the last few years has died out. You know, if I'm talking from 10 years ago, it slowly died out. And so less and less, fewer and fewer people could find the conference games and that hurt money in the back end. So where I think this is going, guys, is this is about money for the schools, uh, for the Big Ten. Hey, they bring in the number two television market in the country with USC, UCLA, and some very high branding and a lot of tradition with both schools. And it helps the Pac-12 schools, USC, UCLA, because now maybe they'll get people to go to the games if Ohio State is coming out. Michigan's coming out. Penn State's coming out. Well, you know, people are going to want to see that, not to mention the amount of transplants that live out here now that are, hey, he's a Buckeye. You know, they're Buckeyes. They're, they're uh, Wolverines. They're, you know, they're Nittany Lions. They're going to come support their old schools. So all the way around, I, I think it's a good move, and it's, it's a win financially. Go ahead, Stevie. Uh, you brought up you know, if I could play a better minimum, but what could you make now with an NIL deal at UCLA, Ron Pitts? Oh, what, does could, it, what could you make with an NIL deal anywhere? Right, right, right. I mean, doesn't this really kind of change the game? We had Tom Oates on earlier from the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com, a retired yeah. columnist, uh, and he kind of went after the Badgers a little bit and said that, you know, they're they're kind of behind the times a little bit here and how this whole NIL deal played out while every, all these other schools are all over. And Nick Saban said... I think they had over $300 million, I should say, in NI deals last year. There's no chance the Badgers are close to that. Uh, but how do you think this changes maybe the landscape of college football, knowing that uh, I, I'm going to bring up SMU, but they're just flaunting it out there, pretty much saying, oh, now, now we can do it? Watch out. Um, so knowing that, <laughs> yeah. like Miami, Miami's spending a boatload of money right now, and it's going to put them yeah. back on the map probably. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Miami, and they've, they've – I want to say now it's two former UCLA players uh, that they've, they've swayed out that way through the help of NIL deals that have transferred out there. And that's, that's been big for them. So I'll give you the positives of it. Um, I, I think it puts money in, in student athletes pockets that, that, that deserve it. Uh, I, I understand what the NCAA has tried to do for years. And Gary, you know, we, we've grown up in this system. We, we know what their intentions have been. And I think in some areas, they've probably gone overboard with that and, and handcuffed the, the student athlete a little too much. So I think that part of it is good. And I'm going to throw out here the USC receiver, Mario Williams. Uh, he, he quote unquote made a million dollars in NIL deals 
And that was part of what brought him out, you know, here to, to California. So that part's all good. Here's the part I don't like about it. I don't think enough was done initially to educate uh, the student athletes on contracts. Because remember, when, when NIL deals happen, basically anyone is free to go after the, the uh, student athlete and make the deal. Well, there's contracts involved. And I don't think enough of these kids understand contract language, contractual language. Like, for instance, the term in perpetuity, meaning forever. And so if you sign something and it's got that word in it, depending on where the arrow is pointing, you are on the hook forever with that entity. And that, that can have really bad ramifications if you're not careful and don't read the rest of the contract. So I, 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 some schools are doing it and schools do have some educational vehicles in place, but I think they need to treat it like uh, almost like study hall, you know, you come into school and they're going to make sure that everyone understands the eligibility rules and what it takes to stay eligible from year to year, from game to game, you know, month to month. And, and, and you have to go to study hall classes. You have to do this. You have to take this counseling. You're assigned a counselor. I think they need to have the same type of system of solidification in place for these these athletes, because you just can't throw them to the wolves like that and say, Hey, yeah, go ahead and, 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 and get all the shoes and, and clothes and, and, and NIL money and property that you can acquire. And you know, we'll worry about everything later. You know, a lot of these guys don't even know about taxes. You know, the yeah. tax, the tax ramification alone is, is a problem that you have to be on top of from, from the start. Right. Well, let me ask this. How do you feel so far about UCLA and their use of the NIL? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Gary, because of my, I've got a son there playing right now. And he, he comes home with you know a pair of sunglasses and some nice sweats and a, a little, uh, little bag of, of tea and coffee that you know, my wife just loves. And they're all NIL deals. And they're all 100% legal. But we grind them, you know, no pun intended, because we right. said, oh, wait a minute, what did you sign? Do you know what you signed? Can, right. I, can we see the contract? And his mother's an agent, and my wife's an agent. So you know, we, we have the advantage of being a step ahead of it. But there's a lot of families that, that don't have that ability to check and, and double check, you know, what, what that person has signed, what their, their student and, and son or daughter has signed. So that's that's my only concern with it. I mean, it's we you know we've got a couple deals, and every school is going to be different. There's some schools like the USC's and the Miami's and a couple others that are going to be very aggressive. They're going to push the envelope on this NIL stuff, and legally they can. And then some schools, I think, are going to be more conservative in nature with it, and they they may not. I, I think thus far UCLA has been somewhat moderate to conservative on it on, on pushing that envelope so we'll see talking with ron ron pitts packers royalty former packers cornerback uh joining us here on the wendy's big show check out him and mike bartz with their run it again podcast that's run it again podcast.com they do a great job uh there so make sure to check out their podcast and follow him on twitter at ron pitts 28 this whole thing with ucla and usc and now big 10 and all of that stuff from a recruiting perspective, right? Put NIL aside. It's from a recruiting perspective. Yeah. 
I argue that USC and UCLA probably benefit from this more maybe than the other schools probably do in the Big Ten. How do you view it? Mm, not not sure. Uh, I, I know this. Okay, yeah, it's easy to have a kid fly out to the West Coast in February and then put a you know letter of intent in front of them. Okay, when, when it's 72 degrees and the palm trees are swaying, so on and so forth. I and it's get five that. degrees here, right. Right, it's five degrees yeah. back there. But the beauty of what I, I think this is going to be, which one day, and, and, and Gary, we, we have talked about this, it's going to be a super conference. I think you're going to have three super conferences, and that's what this is, is heading to. You get to see USC, UCLA play Wisconsin, play Ohio State, play Penn State, play Michigan. You know, play play Iowa. This is going to be amazing football. And I was joking with uh, one of the uh, members of my my golf foursome, you know, at the Pack the Hall of Fame tournament a couple of days ago, and they said, "Yeah, well, you guys, uh, you better get ready for some smash mouth football." And I said, "You're right. We better get ready for that because we know what we're going to see, and that's that's good old school Big Ten from the heartland football, and that's the way it should be. That might make UCLA and USC better." And on the flip side, and I know Ohio State throws the ball, but the, the, those schools better get ready to see the ball in the air because that's what we do you know, out here. So either way, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be good television. It's going to be good football. And there's going to be a lot of money made for everyone involved. And I would ask you this then because I, I'm assuming this is not over. I mean, there's got to be other teams within your conference that that wants to move around <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so the the two that come to mind right away are Oregon and Washington. And and I think you mentioned this this past weekend, Gary, the branding alone with Oregon, right? The Nike presence there with Phil Knight, so on and so forth. That's the Big Ten's gotta want that that dollar sign in, involved. Okay. And then in Washington, they've got a historic program. Um, and if I look at it from a TV standpoint, not a lot of TV market exposure there from Eugene, Oregon, but there is for Seattle, you know, that's a top 20, 25, um, marketing city. So, yeah, I think those two teams might have to think about coming in, uh, Utah, where does Utah go? I, I don't know what they consider coming in. I think the Pac-12 is going to get completely realigned eventually. And I think teams like Boise State will be a part of the Pac-10, Pac-12. They should have been anyway. The San Diego State, the Fresno State. Those teams could make up what is called the new Pac-12. And then the question is what happens to the Arizona schools? I think, And I think Colorado – Boy, I'm not sure why Colorado ever left the the, the Big 12 in the first place. They mm-hmm. just feel like more of a Big 12 team. But T- totally agree. That's just my opinion. Yep, no, totally agree yeah. with you on that. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, uh, from a basketball perspective uh, and, and looking at oh. the Big East – uh, where Marquette plays, you know, there's oh. there's a lot of talk and speculation about maybe they go try and get Gonzaga or something along those along yeah. that angle to try and really now get aggressive on getting teams that are pretty much basketball only. Now, see, now you you jump into a whole nother deal with this, and this is why it's so intriguing. What about basketball? You mentioned Gonzaga. 
the, the, the best small school, one of the best small schools in basketball in the country. All right. And they need to be in this conference. If you if you want to maximize your dollar, just for the way they're playing. And I could probably pick two or three other, you know, quote unquote, smaller schools on, on budget on paper that way, but definitely big schools when it becomes, when you start talking about how they play. So this is going to, guys, this is, I think, again, this is heading to one thing, sooner or later. There's going to be three superpowers, as, as they say, conferences. And that'll be it. It'll be SEC, uh, it'll be Big 12, and it'll be um, Big 10. And maybe the, the ACC will combine with SEC, and that'll be I don't know. But I think it's going to that at some point. There he is, Ron Pitts, former Packers cornerback, Packers royalty. Follow him on Twitter at RonPitts28. I think I need, like, the serenading horns or something. Every time you come on, we can play, like, the horns when you come on type deal. Or the Ric Flair music, maybe, when he would come in. Run it again, podcast.com. Him uh, and, of course, Super Bowl uh, champ head coach Mike Martz. Again, runagainpodcast.com to check their stuff out. Ron, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. You guys have fun up there in the uh, in the heartland. Always, always nice to come back there and visit. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 